God's word together. Let's pray. Most gracious and eternal Father, we are indeed grateful to you. For you are our God and you have made us and that we ourselves. All that we are is because of you. All that we are not is because of you. So we give you glory in all things, for all things. For this moment together, in worship and praise, we magnify you and we thank you. Now as we look into the treasures of your word, we pray that you will arrest our attention, open our eyes to the whole wonders from your truth, our ears that we may hear your truth, our minds that we may understand and comprehend the truth of your word, but most importantly, open our hearts so that we may receive the deepness of your word, which is able to save our souls. Grant us now physical strength and spiritual energy to declare your word faithfully. Give us the anointing that makes preaching easy. We will be careful to give your name all the glory, all the praise. Evangelize Amos 7, edify the Joshua Church. Exalt your Lord's name. It is in the mighty, magnificent, majestic, matchless name that's above everything. In the name of Jesus, we pray all of you to say amen. I want to start a new series today entitled Love Gone Wild. Love Gone Wild. Love Gone Wild. You will take your copy of God's Word and stand with me wherever you may be um, and turn to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verses 31. Through verse 39, Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. And there the Bible says, very familiar passage, and almost preached by itself. It says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son and aid him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, he was raised. Who is at the right hand of God who interceded? Indeed, he is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, or persecution or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to the slaughter. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's answer the reading of God's word and may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk very briefly from this talk, the depths of God's love, the depths of God's love, the depths of God's love. Anyone that's been in a relationship of any type have asked the question of the individual or the people that you Find yourself related to. Do you really love me? It's a question that we ask. Sometimes, often in our heads before we ever uttered it out loud. It is this desire to have security and have certainty. And one's affections and one's feelings toward you. You ask these questions of significant others. You ask these questions of friends. 
said to Satan, who's always trying to convince us that we're not worthy of God's love, that's always trying to bring up what we have done and all of our flaws. And after we've heard Satan or even the individuals that Satan may send to us, that's always bringing up what's wrong, that's always bringing up our flaws and our insufficiencies. We often ask the question, does God love me? It was a song we saw when I was young that kind of reflected upon this whole conversation about questioning. Does God really love us? Because we ask the question, I don't know why Jesus loves me. Don't know why he cares. Don't know why he sacrificed his life. Because deep down inside, we know that there's nothing within us that really merits that type of love. It's a self-awareness of our own sinfulness that calls us to question God's love. It's also our self-doubts and our insecurity about ourselves that causes us to doubt God's love. But here it is, my brothers and sisters, it is our sufferings and our difficult moments and difficult seasons in our lives that cause us to lift up our hands and ask the question, does God really love me? Because that all of God loves me and he has all power. He should have prevented me from having to experience this. Why did I get that doctor's report? Why is my loved one gone? Why are we dealing with this pandemic? Why in the midst of being that thing do we hear about other variants and the mutation of a virus? Why is it more right when we start to think that there's a light at the end of the tunnel? We are come to recognize that there's still danger that is lurking. And we ask the question, if God really loves us, why are we going through this difficult? No doubt the people in Rome asked that same question. They were living under the tyranny of the Roman government. As believers in Jesus Christ, my brothers and sisters, they knew that uh, suffering was a part of their faith. They also recognized that uh, it's a possibility that I can lose my life at the hands of state government for my stance in uh, Christianity for making Christ my Lord. They recognized that there was a danger that came along with being a follower of Jesus Christ. And no doubt, after you've gone through all of these traumatic experiences, after you've gone through all of the trauma, after you've dealt with all the tyranny of always having the dark cloud of possible death He expresses his love to us in the past, 
Thank you. 